what if somebody else prays at the same time I pray? Whose prayer does God hear? He can listen to more than one prayer at a time. What if a lot of people are praying at the same time? I bet he gets confused. No, he's God, and he understands every prayer. The National Day of Prayer, the first Thursday in May. A lot of people praying to a God who understands. A thought from the American Family Association. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions. Connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper on AFR Talk. Hi, folks. I am not Bert Harper. And as you hear me talk, you'll know that immediately. I'm Jim Stanley. It's my privilege to sit in for Brother Bert this afternoon. And one of the reasons we're doing this is that we're actually recording this from the Billy Graham Training Center here at the, in Asheville, North Carolina. It's known as the Cove. It's a beautiful place to be. And we are here for the One Cry event called Fusion. And it's a fusion conference this, this year that we're going to focus on prayer of revivals. And uh, have some. Pa- we have pastors here, so it's kind of like a little retreat for them. And I, I think that it's a great time. And Kay Horner, who will be joining me, she is uh, involved with the National Day of Prayer. And she is one of the speakers at the event that we're attending, but also has her own ministry. And she is the executive director of Awakening America Alliance. And Kay is a super nice lady. Had the opportunity to have supper earlier this week. And then um, she graciously volunteered her time to come and talk about this it's a passion of hers and as she begins to talk you'll understand and hear some of that passion Kay, welcome to exploring missions thanks jim it's great to be with you well now as we look forward to the national day of prayer coming up this week um we will we want to focus on some different things and you're going to be part of that you're going to we're going to carry the event uh live on the radio Thursday night, and you're going to be part of that. Tell us what's going to happen in Chicago. Well, we're going to be together in the studio with Wayne Shepherd. Everybody would recognize that name. And Bob Bakke and uh, Dima Celebaris from uh, New York. And Freddie Washington's going to be providing live music. And we're going to have kind of a roundtable discussion, prayer time. We're going to be uh, doing it out live on uh, social media, Aaron mm-hmm. Paulus with One Cry is going to be helping us with that. And then we're going to connect with some of the prayer gatherings around the nation. It's really exciting this year. National Day of Prayer in Washington, D.C. is going to be in the Capitol Building in Statutory Hall. Uh, Ann Graham Lotz is the new chairperson for that. They're going to be meeting together in the evening for a, kind of a solemn assembly time of mm-hmm. repenting and confessing and seeking the Lord for our nation. Some of the other great prayer gatherings around the nation, up in Minneapolis uh, and uh, Reno, some different areas, we're going to connect with them. We're, we're going to be live. I think that's the way you say it on radio. Right, right. And, and allow people to call in so we can pray together and share together. 
I think it's so exciting when you think about the fact that this is a national law. Mm-hmm. So we're good law-abiding citizens right. when we come together and pray on National Day of Prayer. And last year there were more than 45,000 prayer gatherings mm-hmm. around the nation. The theme this year is based on Daniel chapter 9. And uh, if you recognize in that chapter that it was a time of a transition in national leadership, Darius had just uh, stepped into rulership there. And Daniel is reading and praying the word and realized it's time for God's people to be freed from captivity. The 70 years was over and they were to go back home to Israel. But he didn't just sit back, just like we realize it's time for awakening and revival in the nation. But we're not going to just sit back and say, you go, God, you do it. We're waiting on you. But we're going to pray and we're going to seek God. Daniel repented, not just for the people's sins, but he included himself. He said, we have sinned and we have done wrong. And he recognized God's mercy and his grace. And he said, Lord, would you hear? Lord, would you forgive? And Lord, would you heal our land? Amen. And that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to pray for your namesake. I forgot right. that part. That's the theme. Right. For your great namesake, would and, you heal? And that simply is asking God to act on the prayers of the people so that they might turn around and give him praise for having heard and having acted and having healed the land. Uh, you know, it, it reminds me of when Moses was holding his arms up during the battle. There was victory because he was showing who the strength came from. It didn't come from him. It came from the Lord. And then when his arms began to sag, they began to lose. Well, that's what we want to come back and we want to be the Aaron and the her who comes alongside and holds up the arms and prays for the repentance of the people of this nation so that the battle might be won. Um, Now, for you, this isn't just a one day event. Your ministry focuses on prayer. And uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, the Awakening America Alliance began in 2007. For a period of time, there was a leader who had encountered a young man on, an, on a flight uh, that was being sent away from home. He was actually a minister's son. And he saw this, this uh, leader's Bible, and he said, Is that a Bible? I need that. And as this national leader, and I won't share his name, but as he sat down and he thought, oh, I just want to put up my invisible prayer shield, I mean, uh, airplane shield and just rest a few minutes, get ready to go speak. And just before he got off the plane, the Lord nudged him and said, there's a generation that's hungering and thirsting for the things of God. Mm. And the church is not awake and ready to meet that need. So for these uh, 10 years now, we've been bringing leaders together for prayer and revival strategies. We began in 2008 with 21 days of prayer and fasting. So every January, the Awakening America Alliance caused this nation to come together for 21 days. When we first started that, you didn't hear about it much. But now, Jim, do you ever hear anybody doing 21 days of prayer and fasting in January? Sometimes. It's all over the nation. And so then... After that, we began to call people together on 9-11 because Mm -hmm. we felt like that was a critical wake-up call for the nation and encouraged people to gather together at their county courthouse at noon to cry out to God for mercy at the place of justice. So we've been involved with many different prayer initiatives, the 21 Days of Prayer, the National Day of Prayer, the Cry Out America Prayer, and then 
so many other things throughout the year, just really looking to see if we can't help establish this rhythm of prayer on a consistent basis. Right. This is the program Exploring Missions on American Family Radio. I'm Jim Stanley sitting in for Bert Harper today, and my guest is Kay Horner. She is the Executive Director of Awakening America Alliance, and you can find information on them by simply going to Awakening America dot us awakening dot us now Kay, one of the things you gave me that that we were going to kind of touch base on was the 21 principles prayer that that you guys have used as kind of a foundation uh share share a couple of those with us well when these leaders began to get together and seek god and ask god for an awakening in the nation they began to ask the questions actually it was in northampton the site of the first great awakening they said God, if we're asking you for an awakening, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. And so they identified 20 indicators of awakening. In other words, when these things begin to happen, then we'll begin to realize something is, is transforming our nation or our nation is beginning to change. I'm going to call out just a couple of those. One is believer unity, a heightened expressions of love and unity among all believers as demonstrated by the unity of pastors and leaders, I can't tell you how much we have begun to witness that. One Cry, the conference where we are, where we're recording that this this interview this week, is a group of believers coming together in unity to seek God and, and to cry out to Him and call upon Him. Another thing is a media witness. Now, you say the media when you look at the media, you kind of seem to tend to think of, of negative things. But one of the indicators, we believe, is that there will be a transformation of society through the restoration of Christ's influence in the arts, media, and communications. Ten years ago, how many faith-based or Christian content movies did we have released in the nation? Not many. And, and I am going to put a plug in now. I'm sorry it is a uh, it's a self-promoting plug but I'm going to do it. American Family Studios has some faith-based movies that we have out and one of the reasons for that is because AFA was founded by Don Wildman and one of the reasons it was founded was because of all the garbage on TV and we're talking 40 years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. And so uh, our latest offering is going to be Ryan DeFrades. And uh, folks, I encourage you to visit afastore.net to look at that because you can find information on that. Also in the journal this month, there's an article about it as well. And you can find that, I believe it. Well, I'll tell you what, the easiest thing to do is go to afa.net. That's afa.net and look at the divisions and you'll see the journal. And then you can see the journal online if you don't receive it at home and so uh thank you for for that nice little segue now back to Kay, who's our (laughs) guest here on exploring missions today well exactly like american family radio and american family association or the kendrick brothers and Mm -hmm. some of their productions uh war room right uh pure flicks the case for christ that's recently out the story of lee strobel and God's not dead, and you could just go down the list of one after the other after the other of faith-based uh, productions that are now being available online mm-hmm. and in the movies. And you may not be able to get your friend. We're talking about missions here. You may not be able to get them into the church right away, but you can get them to the theater. Right. And then you can take them home. You can have a cup of coffee, piece of pie, 
and you can talk about what you just saw at the theater, and then eventually you can get them back to the church. But but we want to reach this generation in, in culturally relevant ways that help them to see that there's more to this church business than just going to church on Sunday, but we want to live it out Monday through Saturday in our right. in our workplace. We want to see the, the restoration of, of Christ influence in the marketplace and integrity restored. Uh, a rest, one of our indicators is a restoration of morality and ethical foundations and accountability among leaders of church and government, business and politics. And when when the world starts to witness that in our society, then their ears are going to perk up, their eyes are going to come open, and they're going to say, maybe there really is something about this Christ business. Yeah. So there's something about this Christ business. This is Exploring Missions. And, of course, the Great Commission tells us to take his word everywhere. So... Let's take advantage of that right now. You want to lead someone to Christ. You want to take them through the repentant prayer so that then they can begin to participate with the other, some of the other prayers, the prevailing prayer, uh, transformation of the city prayer. So when you talk about the, re, the repentant prayer, how does that work? What, what is this Jesus business? Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a good question. Uh, and and to do it without using Christian ease mm-hmm. is even more challenging. Right. So, first, probably would want to start out with telling your story. Mm-hmm. And my story was that I had suffered some abuse. I had decided in junior high school that I was going to kind of go my own direction, do my own thing. I guess they call that middle school nowadays. And. Uh, I had some people who began to love me and mm-hmm. and pour into my life and spend time with me and I recognized that what I was pursuing was not satisfying. So I could probably approach someone from that very angle and say, you know, I found out that my life was not content and I didn't have real peace. Uh are you ever interested in spiritual things? Is there there's something in your life where you're sensing that you're not at peace? There's there's no contentment, uh, you feel unloved and unlovable. Um, would you like to know more about that? And then begin to share with them about this Jesus mm. who um, was uh, the, the, the living Son of God who came and paid the price that we could actually have that peace that we long for. And really all it involves is just coming to him and asking him, to uh, to forgive us and to cleanse us and repentance is kind of a different word it's it's uh it's a word in military terms that means about face in other words i'm going one direction and i found out you know what i'm trying is not making me too happy yeah and my marriage is a wreck my finances are going down the tubes uh the the alcohol or the drugs or the relationships that I'm pursuing are not satisfying. I want to turn and go in the other direction. If you say that your life took a turn and now you have peace, mm-hmm. now you, you wake up in the morning with purpose in your life, now you sense that you are not only loved, but you have a desire to love others. I want to know about that. Mm-hmm. I want to turn and go in that direction. Can I go with you? 
And I'm going to say, sure. Yeah. Come on, go with me. And I, it reminds me of an old song, come and go with me to my father's house. Right. Where there's love, love, love. Amen. Well, that, that's great, Kay, and, and putting that into your own words uh, as well and sharing your story. Thank you for that. Thank you for being so open. Uh, we're going to come back and visit with Kay uh, just for a few more minutes. Uh, this is Exploring Missions on American Family Radio. I'm Jim Stanley sitting in for Bert Harper. I promise you, Brother Bert, will be back with you soon. Uh, just kind of hijacked the show today so we could talk about National Day of Prayer and uh, what's coming up with that and how Kay and and the folks at One Cry are putting that together. So stick around. More of Exploring Missions straight ahead on American Family Radio. Heavenly Father. The 66th Annual Observance of the National Day of Prayer is Thursday, May 4th. It's a day when people of faith all across America will gather for one important purpose, to pray. Hear our cry, O oh God, and pour out... The American Family Association encourages you to meet at your city hall from 1220 to 1240 local time to plead with God for a spiritual awakening in our country. We pray with expectant faith in Jesus' dear name. Amen. Welcome back to Exploring Missions. I'm Jim Stanley in for Brother Bert Harper. You'll probably notice the voice difference there and kind of hijacked Brother Bert's show today so that we could talk about the National Day of Prayer that's coming up this Thursday. So check your local paper and see where the uh, local setting, usually it's at, at City Hall, and gather there for prayer. And I believe it starts at 1220 to 1240 is usually about the time, but your local schedule may change that a little bit and, and kind of tweak it. And then Thursday evening, we're going to kind of have a recap of the day with the folks from One Cry, uh, and we're going to join them for a special broadcast on Thursday night. One of the folks that's part of that broadcast is Kay Horner. She is the executive director of Awakening America Alliance, and Kay is, is playing a pretty good part in that as she is bringing churches and pastors and leaders in the evangelical community together and and helping build a coalition there. Now, uh, Kay, I usually don't ask questions that I don't know the answers to. So I'm going to ask one that I don't know the answer to. Is what you're doing, were Terry and Barbie Franklin part of that? Terry and Barbie have been with us in some of the National Prayer Assemblies. They're Uh actually close. Our offices are in Cleveland, Tennessee. Right. And they're located in Nashville, and uh, they've written some great music on awakening and worship music. They have not officially been in some of our Awakening America Alliance gatherings. Right. They were, that, I, to my knowledge, they were with us this last October in Washington, D.C., that we came together with National Day of Prayer, uh, One Cry, mm-hmm. National Prayer Committee, the Awakening America Alliance, Cry Out America, for a prayer assembly prior to our national elections. Right. And they did a tremendous job of leading worship with us there. Well, they're great friends of the ministry of AFA. We, in in country terms, and since we're in the mountains of North Carolina, we can get by with that. Uh, they're, they're home folks uh, there, and so we appreciate them and, and what they've done. Awesome. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that they were part of, at least on the periphery, of that as well. So as we're we're kind of coming up towards the end 
of the program. But before we do, Kay, I want you to, you were sharing your heart and we were reaching out to folks who may not know Christ. And you had, you had done an excellent job of, of keeping the Christianese out because so many times for us as Christians and especially for me as broadcaster and maybe you as a public speaker, we get so used to talking to Christians, we forget what it's like to talk to non-Christians. So I, I, I wanted to talk about that prayer of repentance for a moment there, and I, and I appreciate your doing that. And folks, I want you to know that if you're listening and you don't know Christ, I wish I could pray with you personally. But I can tell you some folks that are willing to help with that, and that's Triple Eight Need Him. That's Triple Eight Need Him. They have someone that if if what we've talked about has sparked a question in your heart and in your life where you want to know this Jesus that we're talking about, you want to find out what this new life business is all about, uh, let me encourage you to call there. And they have someone who can answer those questions and help point you towards the Christ of the cross, whom you probably heard a lot about here in the last few weeks because of Easter and everything. So, again, that's Triple Eight need him uh they've got some great folks there that are, would be would love to pray with you that's what they do so okay as we are looking at thursday night and then national day of prayer if you could reach out and talk to america and tell them one thing what would that one thing be how should they pray wow that's a tough question jim um I think I think we could just uh, really pray that, that Daniel prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes people say, well, I'd like to pray, but I just don't know the words to say. And, of course, we can just talk as we're talking together to God. Mm-hmm. He, he's fine with us conversationally speaking to him. Right. But in some of those times that I don't know how to pray, I pray the scripture. And I think Daniel's prayer in, in chapter 9 of verse 19 where he says, Oh, Lord, for your great namesake, hmm. not for our economy, right? not for our uh, own personal good, although we will benefit from it, but for your great namesake, would you please hear the cries of your people hmm. to forgive us? Because we might as well acknowledge it, that culturally... And spiritually, the landscape of this nation has changed drastically. It has. And, and we're seeing signs of redefining the definition of marriage, limiting religious liberties. Uh, we're seeing corruption in so many areas. We're seeing violence. We're seeing uh, racial strife and those kind of things. So probably, Lord, for your great namesake, would you hear us? Would you forgive us, mm. and would you heal us? I said, you, you said one, but can I do three? Absolutely. Lord, would you just hear our cries that we are in desperate need? Would you forgive us for going so far in the wrong direction away from your design? Mm-hmm. And you created us, and your word is the best manual that we could function by, right? Your design is the best. Right. Forgive us from straying around away from that. And would you heal us, heal our brokenness, Heal our strife. Bring us to a place of peace and acknowledgement that you are Lord and there is no other. There's nothing else that we have tried that satisfies like that intimate relationship with you. And I think what we will see in this nation is as 
the world becomes darker and darker all around the world. This is a mission program. So every in other countries, mm-hmm. what we're seeing in Syria and Afghanistan and, and, and even in Paris, some of the places, as the church becomes brighter and brighter, <laughs> that it will be a stark contrast to the darkness that is in this world. I think we want the world to all get in, in right shape. The reality is we're living in the last days, and it's probably not going to be what we want it to be ever again. Right. But if the church could become that beacon of light and hope that's in stark contrast to the destructive patterns of this world, then people will be drawn to that light, and then we can offer them the hope of Jesus Christ, and we can offer them the counseling and the transformation that they need, mm-hmm. the, the assistance, the discipleship, and the training and the equipping to see their lives transformed from darkness to light, from despair to hope. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in thinking through that uh, a little bit, and folks, this is Exploring Missions, and we're recording live here and the Billy Graham Training Center, the Cove in Asheville, North Carolina. We're here for the Fusion Fusion Conference, pardon me. And so some of the noise you'll hear in the background are folks as they're coming and going by us there. Um, you mentioned, you know, would you forgive us? Would you heal us for your namesake? And I, I can't get away from that because when, when we think about the Great Commission, that's that's exactly what Jesus told us to do. And it was for his namesake. It was because of, of the cross that he had just recently born and bled and died on so that we would have the hope of life everlasting through him. And then when you talked about healing the cultural divide, uh, bringing folks, you know, some of the strife and everything, all of these things are things that man has done because man has come to the point they believe they know how they should live and what they should do better than God. And people say, well, you can't put laws on morality. Folks, let me tell you something. Every law we have is a moral law. There, there's not a law that you... I, I'm not a lawyer, so let me clarify that statement. Most every law I've seen has some moral component to it. It's based on the Ten Commandments if you really look at it. Absolutely is. Well, folks, this has been Exploring Missions. My guest has been Kay Kay Horner. I'm sorry, I I drew a blank there at the last minute. At any rate, Brother Burt will be back with you soon. I'm Jim Stanley. Thanks for listening to Exploring Missions on American Family Radio. Congress passed a bill today stating that the president is to set aside a day each year as a national day of prayer. Senator Frank Carlson of... 1988. President Reagan has just signed a bill designating the first Thursday in May as the national day of prayer. Those present at the signing... The American Family Association encourages you to pray with your neighbors at your city hall Thursday, May 4th from 1220 to 1240 on this year's national day of prayer. 
American Family Radio invites you to join us Thursday evening for the 6th Annual One Cry Prayer Summit. Join hearts with believers from across America as we cry out to God for a spiritual awakening. This year's theme is connecting the body of Christ from coast to coast. There'll be live worship with Freddie Washington and a studio panel will share biblical insight regarding prayer. It's a two-hour concert of prayer, Thursday night starting at 7 central on the National Day of Prayer.